You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. In this episode, I want to uh, add on to episode 92 and 94, which is all about scripting, you know, the stories that we tell. And the stories that we tell, the the script that we live into, uh, becomes our point of focus. So this episode, this short five-minute Friday is going to express a warning. It's a cautionary tale of sorts. And that warning is that you cannot afford the luxury of stinking thinking, like luxuriating in negative thoughts or complaining about the way things are. Because when you sit and ruminate in negative thinking for more than a few seconds, you know, if you have a a passing thought, you can drop it and redirect your mind. But if you kind of wallow in it and feel sorry for yourself or looking at the problems instead of the solution, you become a point of attraction. And based on the law of attraction, you're going to start attracting other thoughts that support that complaining. And before you know it, you're in a downward spiral and will automatically begin attracting circumstances that are in alignment with that stinking thinking. And frankly, it can happen really fast. For instance, if you like stub your toe when you get up in the morning and you bitch about it and you start complaining about it and focus on the hurt, you, you know, the whole day starts to kind of unravel. You start attracting other circumstances that, you know, don't support you. For instance, a, a couple of days ago in Texas, uh, it was below freezing, like 24 degrees Fahrenheit. And as this cold front came in, we had a lot of rainy mist. So we had ice all over the place. Now, coming from Michigan originally, I'm not that concerned about ice and snow because I grew up in it. I drove in it, you know, my first years, for actually for many, many years. I drove in a lot of ice and snow. And when it came time for one of us to go to the grocery store, I was the one. And frankly, I was in good spirits. I was fine. And But once I arrived at the grocery store... I walked in the front door, and there was not a single cart. And I automatically assumed that they were outside around the corner. Because previously, up until February 14th, I I guess, that area where the carts normally were was filled with St. Valentine's paraphernalia. Uh, paraphernalia. Uh, Candy and gifts and flowers and, you know, stuff like that. But... In, you know, they put the carts outside around the corner. So every time, you know, the, the 1st of February walking in, I'd walk in expecting to get a cart, then realizing that the cart was outside, and, uh, and then I'd go get a cart. Well, on this freezing day, there was no carts. And I didn't realize that there was no St. Valentine stuff there. I just assumed that the carts were outside around the corner again. So I'm mumbling to myself, a little grumpy, and I walk outside and I slipped on the ice. Now, I have 
normally really good ability to stand on my own two feet or even capture myself before I hit the, the ground. But in this scenario, my my feet slipped out from underneath me and I hit the ground hard on my right shoulder and my right hip. And I expressed a large, ugh. <laughs> it kind of knocked the wind out of me. And then I laughed. And a woman came over and asked me if I was okay. And I said, yeah, yeah, just bruised my ego a little bit and stood up and I went over and there were no carts where they where I thought they were. And I said, where did you get your cart? And she said, oh, I had to go out into the parking lot. Well, because it was freezing rain and stuff like that and staffing issues, and they didn't have anyone to bring the carts in from outside. So they were all in the, the stalls out in the parking lot, not where I thought they were. Solution, I went out in the parking lot and got a cart. But the point of my little story is that I was fine until I started complaining about the carts being outside. Now, things for me manifest relatively quickly based on my state of being. And and that's actually in alignment for all of you. As the veil is thinning, as consciousness is rising, things will manifest quicker and faster based on your point of attraction. So here's another story that happened just recently also. Obviously, so for me to prepare for this this podcast episode, but it came time for me to take my my stepson to Special Olympics track and basketball. Right now, there's a little overlap between track practice and basketball practice. That meant that I was going to be sitting in the gymnasium or outside for two, two and a half hours. And I have to admit that that day, there are other things that I wanted to do than that. So that was my attitude going into it. So, and looking back on it after the event, I understood that that attitude, that little complaining that I was doing, was my point of attraction. You see, the the school is only like three miles away, but it took me almost 20 minutes to get there. Traffic was backed up. There was a train at the train crossing, a long train. It seemed like I was behind every slow person that was going to hit their brakes almost immediately and make this quick right turn. And I said to myself, it seems like I've attracted every idiot on the road. And I did. But at this point in our conversation, I had not put two and two together. So I went there and I sat there, started watching. I talked to one of the other parents. And again, you know, we're talking about the basketball, how frustrating it is because we're both, we both played basketball at some point in our lives of watching, you know, neuroatypical children try and play basketball because there's this compulsion to want to get out there and help coach or instruct. And, you know, you just have to let the coach that's out there do their thing. So you sit there uh, quietly and you try and focus on something else. And so the rest of the practice was without incident. You know, we finished, I, I gathered up my stepson, and we went home. And yet, on the way home, it took an inordinate amount of time to travel that three miles. So we walk in the house, and my wife asks my boy, where's your sweatshirt? And suddenly I realize that he doesn't have a sweatshirt that he, he went with. And she said, that was a brand new sweatshirt. And I said, I'll go get it. And she said, well, it's going to be too late. They probably already left. I said, no, I'll get it. And so I left. I was focused. I was going to get back there and get that sweatshirt. 
you know what, that same journey that previously took 15 and 20 minutes to go three miles, I got to that school in five minutes. I hit every green light. There was nobody in front of me. It was as if the Red Sea parted and I went directly to the school. I walk up to the front door and I walk in and walk into the gym and everybody was gone. I didn't see the sweatshirt. But I heard a guy whistling in an adjacent gym, so I walked in there. It was the janitor. He was putting away the the bleachers and stuff, and I saw it. I saw the sweatshirt lying on the floor. It was the only article of clothing in the whole gym. I was relieved and pleased and satisfied that I had retrieved the sweatshirt. But on the way home, I got to thinking. I was reflecting on, you know, the drive there and then this speedy, amazing drive back to get the sweatshirt, how I hit every light. It was like, I've never gotten to the school that fast. And I realized, oh, it was my point of attraction. I was complaining and whining about going to the practice, so I attracted delays and upsets. And even on the way home, I was thinking about how I was tired and I put in a long day already. And, ugh. But the moment I had to get that sweatshirt, I was focused. I was determined that I was going to get it. And I just focused on getting there and getting that sweatshirt. It seems like such a small thing, but it's a huge example of our power of focus. And the fact that really we cannot afford the luxury of stinking thinking, of complaining, of whining about the way things are. We need to talk about the way we want it. And when we're in in alignment with the way we want it, then we start attracting the things we want and not the things we don't want because the law of attraction is always working and it's indiscriminate. It doesn't discriminate between good things and bad things. It just follows your point of attraction because you are a creator. You cannot not create. So if you look around your life and there's things there that you're not particularly fond of, stop focusing on those. Start cleaning up your thinking and focusing on the things you do want. Focusing on things working out. Focus on having fun. So that's it for this 5-Minute Friday. This is your host and friend, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. And by all means, invest in the epic adventure. (laughs) 